0: And welcome back to your feel-good show right here on Two Oceans Vibe Radio with me, your host, Colin Don Now, if you're joining us for the first time, this is that show where we cut through the noise and we bring you the best of South Africa. Now, she plays the role of Tamara in the new Instagram Daily soap, Soapy called Lockdown Heights. Uh, this is a 21-part episode Instagram TV drama series which started airing on Instagram on the 27th of March 2020. Now, based in SA, during the COVID-19 nationwide 21-day lockdown um it's currently airing and this, this this series is based on that i'm very privileged to have shalane bennett a cape town born actress on the show with us this afternoon shalane good afternoon and welcome
1: hi colin thank you so much for having me
0: no absolute pleasure i know lockdown heights has been the talk of the town this past few weeks and so you guys have been, been having loads of fun during this lockdown um where did this all come about or how did this all start
1: do you know what? It, it actually, it started out as a passion project. Um, two days before Level 5 kicked in, a friend of mine, Ayanda Makai, he <laughs> sent me a message and he was like, oh, you're going to be busy during lockdown. And my immediate response was, who is going to be busy during lockdown? <laughs> Absolutely. Because, I mean, as actors, we, aren't, we weren't able to work. And the next morning, he called me, he explained the concept. And I was like, cool, let's do it, because it gave us the opportunity to not continue, not only continue telling stories, but practice our craft even more. We're exploring, because everyone is basically directing and lighting and setting up their own scenes, because mm-hmm. we're doing it in our own homes um, through with our phones. So if anything, it's helped us grow as performers because we're we're dabbling into so many different parts of the of being on set that we normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Now it's mm-hmm. more than just learning your lines and developing your character and stuff there's so Not, much more to it now now
0: you're the studio what do they call it the studio, uh, your, your st- studio st- manager.
1: <laughs> literally i mean even i was art department i had to make what did i make the one day and my brother was like what are you doing <laughs> i had to make fake alcohol one day Another day I had to make fake puke and my dad is like, I don't understand, but it's cool. It's been very, very cool.
0: I love that. I love that. I've been joking about how during this COVID, you know, business owners who are also parents are suddenly having to learn how to be, you know, teachers. Um, And I'm happy to know that for entertainers and artists, this has become a reality as well. Suddenly you're having to learn all these different things that go into a
1: production exactly exactly do you know what i always feel like when you're able to learn and to grow as a human being it's always beneficial so i mean lockdown heights hasn't only been fun it has been a growing experience for all of us so i'm very happy that i've that i did decide to participate.
0: to participate. Now, uh, for those yeah. hearing about Lockdown Heights uh, for the very first time, uh, with the entire world on lockdown due uh, due to a deadly pandemic or the COVID-19, it seems all is certainly not lost because deep in the city of Johannesburg, South Africa, resides this lady being one of this group of individuals <laughs> who believe that their block uh, or blocks of apartments is immune um, uh, uh, and, and due to this, their daily drama continues as normal. And so in this series you get to see their scandals, their murder mysteries, the affairs, the skeleton surface, etc, etc, etc. But Shalane, let's talk about the success of the stories. I've seen articles in newspapers. What has been the biggest success and what has been the response from uh, from the, the, the public?
1: It has been so well received. I, um, I mean, we have done a gazillion interviews <laughs> locally, yes. both radio and television. Um, we also actually did an insert with BBC News, which was amazing oh, that's no one saw that coming Um, we've been invited to global webinars um, we had someone in france none of us still know who this person is but they wrote up this article <laughs> um, so i mean locally it's been very very well received and internationally where it's humbling to have yeah. gotten the recognition we have received I
0: love that I honest. love that someone who has achieved as much as you have can say it's humbling uh, but this is this is it it's the it's the fact that you were able to take, or your team was able to take, during a crisis where most people were saying, "I don't know what to do. There's nothing to do. You know, mm-hmm. there's no opportunity, etc." And then you just create something innovative and you blow the world away with it. That is the power that 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 I think you're displaying uh, right now. For again, if you've not yet seen it, uh, Instagram. It's lockdown underscore heights underscore essay. But let's talk about your character tomorrow. Who is tomorrow?
1: Tomorrow is. Well, she obviously, she came in as Damien's sister. She is a free spirit. Um, Mm. Nothing phases her too much, but that is all the surface of who Tamara is. She's actually a very deep soul Mm. and connects with human beings on a very human level. Um, It's been really enjoyable playing her because there are a lot more similarities or it's easier for me to bring Tamara to life because there are a lot more similarities and ease within her as a person compared to a lot of the other roles I've portrayed mm. um, in the past. So she's fun, but she's also very laid back. And she, she basically is the girl next door, I think, in the entire complex. Because everyone has all kinds of drama. And she's literally like she does yoga and meditates, <laughs> doesn't drink too much. She's
0: that girl. I love that. I love that. She's a lot like you. That's what that's what you say. Yeah, she's a lot like <laughs> yeah. you. And I will say, I will say this with confidence because when people heard that you were coming on the show, uh, people who know you in the industry, I got a few calls, et cetera. Et cetera. And then I see your character and I was like, but it's the same girl that they're saying they know and that yeah. they're friends with. And so I, I love that. I love that. I want to do this for a few minutes. I want to take this back a few notches. Where did this journey start mm-hmm. for you? I want to talk about Shelaine uh, uh, Bennett. I want to zoom in on her life, her journey, a journey, her story and her passion. Now you were born and raised in the mother city, uh, Cape Town. You, you grew up in Boer Cup. Uh, to Montana, Fall Pinelands, uh, 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 and you grew up having a really colorful childhood, but you had a very early passion for the arts. When did you know that this is the life you wanted?
1: This makes, this makes me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally, I distinctly remember, I think I was eight years old, and at primary school, they had this modeling competition. I was really, I mean, I'm still quite shy, no one believes me, but as a <laughs> child, I was really shy. And but I did like the camera, Mm -hmm. which almost didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And these people came, they did a photo shoot for, I don't know how many kids at the school. And from the pictures at the photo shoot, they actually selected certain kids to come to like this modeling school. And I was like, cool. I was selected. That's amazing. Um, At the same time I had, because I'd always been dancing on and off when I was younger, um, but I had just enrolled to the Waterfront Theater School to dance as well. And my dad was like, look, you have to choose. And when I was eight, all I wanted to be was Naomi Campbell. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't work out because I do love um, the arts a lot more. So, yeah, I started out when I was little with dance and drama. That then grew into dance, musical theater, and drama. Um, I spent a chunk of my childhood not doing, partaking in the arts at all. And when the phase of music videos came out I used to because you know all of us used to record music videos and stuff and you watch it over and over I would try to learn the dance routines from the music video Ah, like every day that was my thing Um, and then when I went back when I got to high school I was like I want to do this And my parents were like nope and I was like just let me do it so they let me do it part-time again and towards the end of high school it was always the choice of you have all these choices My parents wanted me to go into fashion because there was another option, but I was like the performance thing, like it's my heart and my soul. And Mm. now I find myself in a space with, thank you, (laughs) that the hard work and the commitment to it and the sacrifices that were made in order for me to do it, like it's paying off in a magnificent way.
0: Absolutely. Mm. And I want to talk about that a, a bit later on the show about how important it is for parents when they identify that their kids, you know, are, are talented in that way. How important it is to, to yeah. support that. And we want to talk about uh, some of the lessons you learned. Um, but we first saw you or you made your, I, I think, your your debut um, with your first uh, SA TV screens or when you first hit SA TV screens as a presenter on, on uh, one of the as one of the original cast members on SABC2's uh, Hectic Nine back in the day. That's when we first saw you um how was that experience
1: (laughs) so it's so funny because it's so long ago but i remember it like (laughs) yesterday um so the funniest part is we because we were seven and we were with the live shows three would do one day three would do another day and i remember because i'd been in theater for quite a while at the end of my first live show which was the second show that ever aired It ended and I stood there and they were like, okay, it's done. And I was like, but there's no applause. And they were like, no, (laughs) that's the TV. And I was like, what? And I literally, I fell in love with the world of television. Because prior to that, I'd only really been exposed to filming commercials and things. Mm -hmm. um, And obviously working in theater. But from there, I was like, this is amazing. Live television, even more so. Mm -hmm. You have this adrenaline rush that no one can explain. Um, And I find even doing like going into the soapies and the drama series, that adrenaline hasn't disappeared in what this is like a whole 12, 13 years later. I love it with my st- whole entire artist. You art still itself.
0: have that thrill every time you you've got yeah. to go live. Um, talk about the transition. So I've seen many many artists. They start off great. They start off with the great uh, you know childhood TV presenting career, but that transition from the childhood or the child presented to being an adult artist often is as uh, uh, artists make a big the, that transition. They don't get right, and soon after transition, you know, they either disappear. They no longer get a book, They don't get work, or they just. Uh, or they fail miserably, what has that transition been like? Or what was the key with that transition? Because you're still relevant today. You're still uh, doing exceptional work. um, But surely that thing was a thought-out process.
1: For me, my biggest thing, and it still is, is that I always want to be open to learning. And I find with every character I've been given, with every show I've gone into, because they've all been exceptionally different, there's always been room to learn mm-hmm. and you're always surrounded by some of South Africa's greatest actors and some other newbies as well. Um, So the process is amazing. Um, and to transition from presenting a live TV show, I was fortunate enough between Hectic and going back into TV. I actually did a theater show abroad, which also allowed so much more perspective as a human being. hmm So coming back, I was like, cool, I love the arts. I love television. Where do I want to take this? And then it was a matter of committing to, I danced and stuff on the side still for a bit. Um, But then I wanted to commit to storytelling and storytelling in the world of television and film. Um, So it was actually, it was a gradual changeover. Mm -hmm. But it was always one where I'd also, and I still am very not picky with the roles that I choose, yeah. but it needs to be the sort of role that I feel I can learn from yeah. and yeah. this role can possibly make a positive impact on maybe one person.
0: I love that. I love that. I think it's yeah. okay to be picky with the roles you choose because yeah. people who just take anything that comes along, often they don't last the longest because you, yeah. you, you want to remain... True and authentic to who you are, and not Definitely. not dilute the thing too much. Now she's been dubbed, or you've been dubbed as a, a versatile actress and dancer, um, and you've since been landing remarkable uh, jobs. You've had a remarkable career to date, um, and some of your actors, or you both international and local uh, TV series. Now this includes um, Saints and Sinners, a season one to three on Zanzi Magic uh, in Goma, Zanzi Magic Gold Diggers season two on ETV, uh, and uh, and uh, and a whole lot more but what is a what does it mean to be a versatile actress and why is it important to be able to adapt to changes in the industry
1: I never knew I was versatile <laughs> <laughs> I literally just take whatever I'm given and I'm like okay cool dive in um, but I'm so passionate about the craft that even with the last role that I just had I went to see I think I had one or two meetings with an acting coach mm-hmm. just because I want to do the best job possible. Um, so for me, always preparation is key. If you can't believe what you're doing, no one else will believe it. I love that. So love that. the versatility I think comes, for me at least, when I prepare. Because a lot of the roles I played, there's no, not too much room for Shalane as a person mm-hmm. in the role. Mm-hmm. But I managed to bring that person to life where people actually, they're like, wow, I wouldn't say it was you. And I was like, it doesn't feel like it's me when I'm doing it. And <laughs> that comes that. from preparation and respect for the craft, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Now that we've got the uh, the heart out of the way, and we all know Shalane a little bit better, let's talk <laughs> about the business. So let's talk about the industry, the entertainment industry in South Africa. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned um, in the industry?
1: Oh, so many. Save save mm. save save you never know when your next job is coming um be wise with money invest if you're able to i mean i know it's not everyone's um advantage in life to be able to save and invest but if you can invest invest be wise with doing your taxes because yeah. that's something that i feel like a lot of artists aren't aware of what we can get back um But also by being true to your craft and by preparing and working hard, sometimes it doesn't feel like that is noticed initially. Yeah. But at some point, it works in your favor. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've walked into sets where I haven't even auditioned (laughs) for roles. And it's just because word has gotten around. And that's how I've ended up there. And that's how things, I
0: love that. I love that. Now, usually when I ask artists, so uh, what has been the, we we never talk about the money and the important stuff. So thank you for highlighting (laughs) that. It's important to remain compliant even as an artist and it's going to benefit you in the future. Uh, Let's talk about your future plans. What can we expect from you in the future?
1: Well, if this year pandemic finds itself like <laughs> disappearing <laughs> quite soon, <laughs> I'm hoping to actually, my plans for this year was to spend some time abroad to figure out or to learn more about the market in both Europe and America and possibly look into either getting crossover agents or trying my hand at moving abroad to either of the spaces. i um, purely to broaden my horizons and get like other kind of work. I'm always open to local work. I'm not saying that's not what I want to do, yeah. but I'd like to venture across the ocean for a bit.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And represent yeah. South Africans. I think South Africans, oh, South Africans love it when one of their own go abroad and make their mark there because it proves, mm-hmm. to, it proves to us that the world really is our oyster. Uh, let's talk about your acting experiences. I know they have been many and they have been uh, far and wide, but what has been one of your favorite acting experiences today, Chilean?
1: Um, I did. Woo, everyone is amazing. Um, one of the biggest international films I worked on was Red Sea Diving Resort. And I didn't know what the movie was until, because I filmed my first few scenes in Namibia. I, until I landed in Namibia, <laughs> I didn't know what this movie was because ah, it was that wow. confidential. And then I landed and I got a call sheet and I saw the list of actors. And I literally almost it was like a combination of wanting to faint, to dance, to jump <laughs> up and down. Um because I worked with Chris Evans, Greg Ganeer, sabine Kings, um, Michelle Haisman. Oh wow, wow. And I mean I'm obsessed with the Avengers. Wow. Yeah. So seeing Chris Evans in real life, I still get excited even <laughs> though it's like a long <laughs> I love it. Um, that was definitely a highlight. Um then also I think the hardest role I ever portrayed was the last one that I just did to the point where there were times I thought I was going to leave the show because I couldn't get a grasp on this character initially. So that definitely playing Claudette Roberts was one of the greatest pieces of work I think I've ever delivered as an individual mm. and one of the most growing experiences for me as an actor.
0: Ah, oh, I love that. I most love that. Now, now, I'm not going to ask you the boring question that most people ask, what inspires or who inspires you? But inspired <laughs> by women such as Meryl Streep, Shonda Rhimes, Violet Davids, and a locally Renata Stierman, um, Shalane aims to be a role model for other young aspiring actresses. Why is that important to you, to inspire other young actresses?
1: I feel like especially girls and women of color need as much representation as possible. As an adult, I have been given so much confidence within my skin because the representation has been Mm. put in place. Mm -hmm. And it is something we're exploring more and more. Um, So I do want every other little girl from Cape Town or from wherever, the ones who aren't loud and out there and doing the things, to know that you, you can do anything you put your mind to, as long as you commit to it, you work at it, and I think being humble helps.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: That is, so that is why. Just to, to give the girl that sits in the back of the class that thinks this might never work. To give her hope.
0: I love that. I love that. One thing I appreciate is that every successful artist or businessman or entertainer that I speak to, uh, there's one thing that always comes up. And they say, if you are prepared to work as hard as you possibly can, then nothing can stop you. So thank you for sharing that, uh, uh, Shalane. Now, I'm quoting you as saying we're still fighting the race battle, the stereotypes uh, when we box um, each other or we box each individual and I won't be boxed. I hope to play the sort of roles that show women to be strong, to uh, true to themselves, brave, vulnerable, respectful, respected, and comfortable in their skin. How can we use the platforms we have as entertainers to break those stereotypes?
1: I feel like it's the continual inspiring of remaining true to who you are and not performing to what society is is the norm and you must do this because you are this um i mean with what is happening in the world right now i've been having lots of conversations about who identifies as black and if you don't how don't you Mm. for other people per se um so i feel like with people who have some kind of voice it is important for us to continue to carry encourage those who are watching to ultimately stay true to who you are as long as who you are does not Impact anyone else in a harmful way, Mm -hmm. then go for it. Stick to your guns. You matter regardless of, especially when it comes to the I love your
0: skin. I love that. Do you think that or, we're doing? Yeah. Do you think that we're doing enough of that? Do you think that enough? Uh, you know, uh, South African artists and entertainers that have achieved a level of success and have these platforms. I mean, I always say this: we have these platforms, which is a, a great opportunity for us to engage in good, healthy, and important discussions and dialogue. Do you think that, as South African, uh, you know, entertainment individuals or representatives, we're doing enough of that?
1: Um, I always think there's always room for so mm-hmm. as much as we might be doing it and there are a handful i mean these are people that i follow in social media who are, do, who are doing the things and saying or spreading the necessary messages but there's always room for more yeah and yeah. i mean for more people to do it as well um we come from a very special country and i think we're in a space right now where the more we start acknowledging our differences and embracing it and celebrating it It can only make for a richer country, a richer industry, a more diverse and inclusive industry. And then that's how we win.
0: Uh, I love that. I love that. It's Shalane Shalane Benetton quoted as saying, I love my job and I'm blessed that I get to wake up and play dress up every day. We all love this, but we never share these secrets. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, lastly. What has been the biggest piece of advice that you've received in your career and in your life thus far?
1: I've received so many gems, but two um, that stick with me to this day. Ntati Mushish, who was on Saints and Sinners with me, one day we sat in the van because we were delayed for some reason, and we had a conversation about names, and we were talking about how people either mispronounce or misspell your name, and I said, I have a gazillion nicknames because people mm-hmm. struggle with the name, but it doesn't offend me. I'm fine.
0: I struggle about she, twice in this in this interview. I'm, I'm, I'm teasing
1: <laughs> it, it happens all the time. So she then said something so powerful and she was like, No, you look at those people, you correct them, and that's it. They don't get another chance to make mm. a mistake because your name is who you are. Your name wow. is there before you walk into the room. Yeah. So they must wow. know your name and know how to say it, spell it properly. Because that is who you are. How can they say that. they respect you if that's not the case? I love that. Um, so, that, and then also, I think I was on the last set that I worked on. We worked as such a family that if, if things didn't feel right or you felt out of place, because like I said, I struggled with the last character that I did initially. And then one of my other actors, Moshlatzi, he pulled me aside and he was like, Dude, you have the power to do this. You have the power to do anything. Wow. Do it. Wow. And I was like, What? And he literally was like, Get out of your head and do it. And the getting out of my head was a very important thing that needed to happen. (laughs) So yeah. So those those two things are of my most special ones.
0: That's big, that's big and I'm going to make that my takeaway for this episode. Uh, you have the power to do it. Now, you're very correct in saying that your name does go before you when you protect and build a good name uh, because before we did this interview, people saw that I was going to be interviewed on the show and they called me up and they're like, I know, that's my friend, that's my girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Are We joking in the industry because uh, when you mention a name and someone, you know, we, we joked about this last night and, you know, there was that one person sitting in the back of the classroom and they they kind of knew your name on the register but the moment you become famous they say oh that's my (laughs) friend." so so i just wanted to check that you know and confirm but yes people have definitely uh, your name has gone before you and i've been given enough and a whole lot of uh, you know she's good at this and she's good at that and we love her and so your name no doubt has gone before you know it is Shalane Bennett a versatile Cape Town born actress uh there remember that the series uh, Lockdown Heights currently playing a popular series on Instagram season three is currently airing um on Instagram I shared earlier a uh, lockdown underscore heights underscore essay you'll find the episodes there Shalane where can uh listeners get hold of you where can they uh, connect on social media?
1: I'm on all social media platforms. Um, my handle is, you know, that I must check these things because <laughs> I don't always know them off my heart, which I really should. Um, on Instagram, it's at Shelaine Bennett. Um, I don't know if you want me to spell that because you yeah. may not remember. Um, and then on Facebook, it's also at Shelaine Julia Bennett.
0: There you go. So it's S C H E L A I N n e l p e w n e double t instagram uh, at f- uh, twitter and facebook chalaine bennett it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you for inspiring our listeners and we continue to follow your journey continue to make waves and continue to be bigger and better than before
1: thank you so much for this great conversation chalaine